you've found the Rock Hesperia and are on your way to building a solid life. We make disciples here. If you, your children, or anyone comes to Jesus, hears his sayings, and does them, your life will become solid. So let's get to it. I was uh, asked to do this message, and I'm like, wow. But I was grateful. <laughs> I'm grateful. I want to thank Pastor Jeff and Pastor Jennifer for letting me come give this word um, and give this message. It was dear to my heart, and I was like, wow, to give this message. The one that he gave me, I'm like, wow, am I really worthy to even do this one? And I'm thinking about, um, you know, I'm thinking about John the Baptist and what he did, and then was he worthy and so forth. But um, I just want to say, I'm just thankful and grateful. So I just want to just open up in a word of prayer before we get to our um, a message. And Father, we thank you this morning, Lord. We thank you, Father God, for being who you are. We thank you, Father God, because without your spirit, Lord, we would not know who we are. So, Father, we come before you, opening our hearts, because your spirit has already gone before us, Lord. So right now, open our hearts to your word as we come in oneness with you, Lord. So, Father, we thank you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You're going to open your heart today because God's going to change your life. If he hasn't already changed your life, it's going to happen. Yes. Okay, it's going to happen. So, um, I was just wondering... To, um, I have a volunteer who wants to read. We're, go- we're going to turn to the book of John. You know we're in the book of John, right? <laughs> you know we're in the book of John, right? <laughs> and we're just in chapter one. <laughs> we're just in chapter one of the book of John. I think last week we, we went through some verses. And so I'm going to cover uh, this week um, John 1, 29 through uh, 34. John testified, he said, this is the son of God. This is the Son of God. So um, I wanted to do something a little different here today this morning. I want to talk about, I, I want to get some kids involved. And I, and I want to say, we talk about things, but any kid out there who want to tell me who their favorite hero is? Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman? I was going to hear that. <laughs> now, why, why you, now, can I ask you another question? If Wonder Woman came in here, how would you, what, what, what would she look like? I mean, how, would you know who she was if she walked through that door right there? Yeah. How, how would you know that? Um, because because I've seen the movie. Because you've seen the movie? <laughs> Good job. You've seen the movie. Hold on. Who's yours? Spider Man. Spider Man. Why Spider Man? Because he because he has webs. Oh, and if he came through that door, would you know who he looked like? Yes. How? Because he has a like spider on his scene. Oh, he has a spider. He has a spider costume. Yes. Oh, okay. So we got some superheroes out here. How about, how, about, how about adults? Wait a minute. Hold on. I know some of you adults got a superhero. So who got a superhero? Oh, we got Carlo over there got a superhero. Let me run over here to Carlo. I'm going to be a superhero today because I'm running. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, if I talk after this. <laughs> Batman. She said Batman no, 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 superhero. No, 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 no. Can I ask you why? Because he is absolutely the coolest. He drives fast. He can fly. He can do everything. And how do you know Batman. Because I know what he looks like. You know what he looks like? I know what he looks like. All right. <laughs> you see, what? You what? I've seen him a lot. Yeah, you've seen him a lot. There was actually a Batman who, who, who ran around Apple Valley. We got another one over here? One more, one more. Ant-Man is mine. Who? Oh, Ant-Man. Ant-Man. He could get big and he could get small. And how do you know that? <laughs> because I've seen it. Because you've seen it? Yeah. You've seen it? I've seen it. Good. <laughs> 
You know, that is what we do. That's, that's good. You see, we all seen our superheroes. You guys want to know mine? Yes. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm, about to, I'm about to date myself, but some of you guys may know. Mine was the bionic man. There you go. <laughs> now, the six million dollar man. Now, I know, come on now, I know, I know I wasn't the only one when I was a kid running around in slow motion thinking I'm running 100 miles an hour. Da, 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 da. Come on now, I wasn't. <laughs> come on now, I know I wasn't the only one. <laughs> but, but you know what? Yeah, he, man, that was my hero. I mean, he, could, he can get through anything. I, I remember I'd, I'd run through the neighborhood. I'd be running real slow motion around the house. But <laughs> thinking I could see with the bionic eye and all that stuff. <laughs> but, but I came home one day. I, I don't know what I was doing. But I came home one day. My, my dad was watching TV. And, and I saw the bionic man in there. I was like, oh, man, let me sit down and watch this. I'm sitting down. I'm watching. All of a sudden, I see him getting beat up. I said, wait a minute. How does a bionic man get beat up? He has all this strength. He's getting beat up. And then, oh, okay. He don't look too strong with me. Then I found out, oh, I really didn't know who he was. He was some actor named Lee Majors playing in a role. Because what my dad was watching, some of you guys might know was this movie called Big Valley, or this TV show called The Big Valley. And he, he was just a regular guy, <laughs> a regular cowboy. <laughs> and, and, and I was like, no, that's Steve Austin. He shouldn't be getting beat up. He should be throwing people out windows and all this stuff with one arm. And I was like, wow, I really didn't know him. I didn't, I didn't know him. Do you know the, 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 the Hebrew word for no is ta-da? <laughs> no, it's actually, it is yada, yada. So you know, it's yada. You ever hear, this, you ever hear that saying, yada, yada, yada? Yeah. Well, that's where it comes from, yada. Is a, is a Hebrew word for know. You know somebody. But it actually means to intimately know somebody. To have an intimate relationship with. To know that you, you know their every bit of move. You know what they do. You talk to them often. You see, as we talk about, um, as we talk about uh, John, uh, John 1, 29 through uh, 30, 34, it is... John the Baptist talking, right? It is John the Baptist talking. And he said one thing in verse 31. He says, I did not know him. I did not know him. But how, he, how is he talking about somebody he did not know? I, I, I know last week, Last week, the message was, the title was, and I may get this wrong, but I think I got it right. <laughs> Hopefully, I got it right. If not, <laughs> I'm pastor's going to tell me I don't go. <laughs> but <laughs> last week, I believe the title was, um, the message was, uh, uh, what was it, last week? Yeah, last week's message was, who do you say you are? Something like that? You're right. Who do you say you are? Who do you say, or what do you say about yourself? Is that something similar? <laughs> we got right. What do you say about yourself? That's it. What did you say about yourself? So it's a good thing because sometimes we don't know who we are or what to say about ourselves. But God does. So let me break it down to you. So this week, though, this week, the message is the spirit reveals. Yes. 
the title of my message, The Spirit Reveals. You know what? <laughs> I got, I, you know, I'm transparent. I'm open. I had all these titles in my head about what I was going to use and blah, blah, blah. But see, we pray on these messages often, right? Pray on these messages often. And all of a sudden, I get a text message last night. <laughs> What's your message? Now, I'm driving home from a football program that we do. And um, it's where all the kids come and they stay in the gym at nighttime. And I was like, I don't know how I was going to get this message done when all this stuff was going on in my life. <laughs> but I, I'm driving home and I get this test message. But right before I get this test message, when I'm in there, I'm looking over my notes in the gym. I'm looking over my notes and the Holy Spirit hit me. You need to change the title of your message. And so he, he texted, Pastor, Pastor Jeff texted me and I said, oh, yeah, um, yeah, the Spirit just changed my message. <laughs> just changed the title of my message. <laughs> and it is uh, the Spirit Reveals. Because, see, we pray for direction. Those of you who took BBST, you know, you pray for direction and power, right? <laughs> so uh, we pray for direction. So I prayed to God, what should my message be? What do you want people to hear? He said, the spirit reveals. So he changed it the last minute. So I was okay with that. I'll, I'll go with that. And that's the same thing John said. He says, how did, can somebody even ask this question? John says, in verse 31, I don't know him. I never met this man. But in the first verse, he says what? It says, behold, the Lamb of God who takes away the sin of the world was coming. So how did he know that? Well, some say, you know, you got to go back to, um, you know, I can answer this question. Does anybody know when the first time John the Baptist met Jesus? Does anybody know? Is that a trick question? Wait, wait, hold on. I, I, yeah, we, got, we got somebody to answer. I just got to see what people say out here. When the first time that John the Baptist, I'm sorry I'm running on the place in the camera. You got to keep up with me, but. When he was in the womb. When he was he in the womb? Joy, he? he said, she said when he was in the womb. Um, similar to that, yeah. And we're going to talk about that in a minute. Hold on. I can't, I'm not sure who the mother was. Elizabeth? Elizabeth. When Mary went to visit Elizabeth, didn't, wasn't John in the womb? Yes, John was in the womb. And he Good one. Oh, she know my sermon already. Look at that. She knows about some of it. But let me talk about it. Let's talk about that real quick. Now, they met spiritually in the womb. They met spiritually. Now, did they, they didn't physically meet. So, John, John the Baptist didn't know what Jesus looked like. I don't know whether they three months apart, six months apart, how, how many months apart. Well, I tried to figure that out. So I, I don't know. I thought somewhere around six months apart. I don't know. But he didn't know what John, he didn't know what Jesus looked like. However, when he came towards him, he said, whoa, that's him. So some of you guys just told me who your superhero was. And you knew them what? By what they wore by what you saw on TV, by what you saw in the movie. But what if you never saw your hero before? What if you never saw the person who came to save you? How would you know? How would you know who that savior was? So if we're talking about, we're gonna talk about the spirit reveal. A little talk about this, that encounter. That encounter in the womb was in Luke 41. Luke, 41, Luke 1, verse 41, and it happened when Elizabeth heard the greeting of Mary that the babe leaped in her womb, and Elizabeth was filled with the Holy Spirit. 
You see, John was, John the Baptist was in her womb, was in Elizabeth's womb. Jesus was in Mary's womb. So when Mary came, John the Baptist like, oh, I recognize who that is. But how did that baby in that womb recognize that? How did that baby recognize that? I'm going to jump down in here. And um, see, John the Baptist, he also knew the Bible, too. Then last week, Pastor said, oh, yeah, John, he quoted scriptures. He quoted, uh, when he was talking to the Pharisees, he quoted verse uh, Isaiah 43, when he talks about who was coming, crying in the wilderness to prepare the way. You see, not only did John the Baptist read the scripture, he knew what was to come. So just like we do in Hit the Rock, be honest, we read our Bible what? Every day. Every day. Every day. Right? So we read our Bible every day. So that means uh, we be, we're just like John the Baptist, right? Because he read the word. He knew the word, right? But there was also something else John the Baptist had. There was something else he had. And I'm going to, um, I kind of like, I'm going to say this word, something my wife said when we were in Africa. We went through a, if you ever want to know what it is, you got, got to see her. She's sitting over there. She can raise her hand. But if you ever want to know what happened, we went through an ordeal and we were in Africa. And, and she said the reason why we went through that ordeal, she said, spirit, no spirit. Yep. Okay. But here's the scripture tell us. When did Jesus get the covering or the, the filling of the Holy Spirit? When did the anointing fall upon Jesus? And also, I heard that you can get this, that, that, that understanding of that in uh, OSL 4. I think my wife said she, she took OSL 4. And when I was talking to her about it, she said, oh, yeah, we went over. And then she brought out her books. <laughs> and she said, we covered that a little bit in OSL 4. So uh, you, <laughs> I was kind of shocked that she had that because I asked that question. <laughs> but, um, when did Jesus get the Holy Spirit? When did the Holy Spirit come upon her? Now, she, she just read that. You want to go back to your verse? That's right. I heard it right there. John even said it. John the Baptist says that in verse number 32, and John bore witness saying, I saw the spirit descending from heaven like a dove, and he remained, and he, the Holy Spirit, remained upon him. You see, so spirit, no spirit though, right? But Jesus in Mary's womb didn't have the spirit in him. Right now, that spirit knows because the Holy Spirit reveals. That's what we're going to talk about. So you're like, how did a baby in a mother's womb have the Holy Spirit? Now, I've been taught in the past that the Holy Spirit has no age limit. I know Pastor Jeff knows what I'm talking about. The Holy Spirit doesn't have no age limit. I'm not going to tell how old I am because yeah, I'm pretty old. Man. But... Uh, <laughs> I know some kids that got the Holy Spirit. <laughs> they know the word. And so the spirit doesn't handle age limit. So as we get to talking about John the Baptist and, and the spirit, we want to go down to uh, Luke. We're going to go back. I, I can't sing those words, but Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. I don't know the song, Matthew, Mark, Luke, John. <laughs> but we're going to go, we're going to go back one <laughs> One chapter. We're going to go back one book to Luke. Luke, verse, Luke 1, verse 15. Now, this was amazing to me right here. 
Luke 1.15 says, For he will be great in the sight of the Lord and shall drink neither wine nor strong drink. That's why he was out there eating locusts and, um, and <laughs> drinking down honey. Um, <laughs> he, wasn't, he, couldn't drink, he couldn't do nothing else, right? <laughs> he said, drink, drink neither wine nor... And I don't know why they call him crazy. He didn't, be drunk. He didn't drink wine. Well, he, wouldn't, he wasn't drunk. But hey, he didn't neither drink wine nor strong drink. Nor will he nor will also be filled. Oh, wait, back up. He will also be filled with the Holy Spirit, even from his mother's womb. John the Baptist had the Holy Spirit in his mother's womb. In his mother's womb. So when Mary came running in there and started talking and the Holy Spirit, not John the Baptist, not that little embryo in there, but when the Holy Spirit heard Mary's voice and felt that baby, that Holy Spirit said, was it the, was it the baby that jumped? Was the Holy Spirit inside that baby that jumped? See, the Holy Spirit was telling somebody something. The Holy Spirit was telling his mom that this is something great about to happen. And then the mother became filled with the Holy Spirit because that baby had the Holy Spirit. The baby filled the Holy Spirit. Now, see, I don't know about you guys, but I believe what the word says. Amen. And Pastor Jan to tell you, because in uh, OSL 3, they're going to teach you about the word <laughs> and, what, and what's real and what's true and what's not. So if you want to know whether it's true or not, come, come read Come to OSL 3 or get involved in OSL. But in 1 Corinthians 2.12, see, God's word is real. And he says this in 2.12. Now we have received not the, the spirit of the world, but the spirit who is from God, that we might know the things that have been freely given to us by God. Now, we need the Holy Spirit for that, right? God says, uh, you're not going to know something. I, I want to reveal things to you, but I got to reveal things to you through the Holy Spirit. Just like John the Baptist. Just like, but how do we get that Holy Spirit? How do we get it? It's freely given to us. It is freely given to us. It is freely given to us. We just have to accept it. But it says here in Ephesians 1.13, In him you also trusted, after you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, in whom also, having believed, you were sealed with the Holy Spirit of promise. So, you're sealed. But... There is something you got to do. You got to believe in Christ. That's what he says. Right there he says that. The word of truth. He says, you have heard. So one thing you got to do is you got to hear. You got to hear. You got to be, and not to say that, I mean, I think as Christians, I don't think we're doing a great job, but we're not telling people enough about it. You know, that when I was working on this, it hit me really hard. I said, wow, we're not doing a great job. 
Because people got to hear about because how can they know if they have never heard? And then once they hear the word, it tells you right there, it's the gospel of salvation. We got to let them know that's how, was, how they were saved. And then it also says, then they will believe. And then once they believe and they accept it, they accept Christ. I don't know about you, but Galatians 2.20 says, I have been crucified with Christ and I no longer live. That may be the NIV version because that's what I remember. But, uh, <laughs> but, but uh, I no longer live. But Christ lives in me. See, the problem, I'm just going to take it for myself. Sometimes I may not show all the time that Christ lives in me. And Lord, forgive me. But I have forgiven. I may not show it all the time. I may have said a bitter word. I may have done something that's not right. But guess what? Later on, the Holy Spirit reveals it to me. Reveals it to me. Okay. so but how do I? Get the Holy Spirit to start revealing things to me. I said earlier the word no. We got to become intimate. Lord says, I I, I know that Pastor Jeff has said this. This church, the rock, has to become a house of prayer. Communication goes two ways. We can talk to God, but guess what? God has something to say. Amen. You talk to God, you can pray all you want, but if you don't stay there and listen to what God has to say and do what God tells you to do or the Holy Spirit tells you to do, guess what? It's falling on deaf ears. If we don't take the time to stop, talk, and listen. See, with relationships, even husband and wives, communication is the key. Relationships is the key. Communication is the key to relationships. It's a circle. I got to listen even when I don't have to listen. Or I don't want to listen. Let me use that word. But I got to listen. And my wife is sitting right over there. But that's the key. I got to listen to what God is saying. God said he gave us free will and I I don't have to listen if I don't want to. But guess what? If I want his blessings... What I'm going to do? I'm going to listen. I'm going to listen to what God has to say. So just as the Holy Spirit revealed to John the Baptist who this was coming towards him. See, it wasn't John the Baptist in his physical self, no, because he never seen Jesus before. He never seen him before. So for those who are out there in this world, if they've never seen Jesus before, we got to show them. Because we have to have the spirit in us. We have to tell them. Because we have the spirit in us. Because their life is at stake. Their life is at stake. I got a saying. I got. I have a saying. It's like I got two families. You know, I got my blood family. But I truly know. And the Holy Spirit told me not everybody in my blood family that was born under my mom and dad and relatives and all that stuff. I'm going to live in eternity with. But I have a task. I've been given the Holy Spirit for a purpose, a reason, to tell them about it. Right? I want to tell them about it. 
So we, 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 we got to believe that. So why do we have the Holy Spirit? Why do we need the Holy Spirit? It's got to be very important because Jesus, after the crucifixion, we come to reveal, he's talking to the disciples. He said to go wait. Go wait. The day of Pentecost, they had to go wait. Wait for the Holy Spirit to come and fill them. Because when you receive, you're going to receive what? Power. You're going to receive knowledge. The Holy Spirit is going to be here to teach you, to give you everything, to give you recall. I know when I'm, I used to be, when I was in college and things like that, I'm taking tests. Even now, if I'm taking a test, I'd be like, whoo, OSL test. <laughs> when I got the scripture memory verse, I'm like, Lord, Holy Spirit, give me recall. <laughs> I'm going to memorize the scripture, Lord, give me recall. The Holy Spirit is here to help us. It's here to help us. So he's going to reveal some things to you. So the Holy Spirit also has come to reveal Jesus Christ. Because that's what he did with John. John said, I'm out here in the wilderness. But guess what? John was out in some serious wilderness, wasn't he? Eating locusts and honey and baptizing people in some, I imagine that water did not look that good, especially if you go over there right now, but um, where that water was. But he was out there, but the people came. And if you put yourself out there in your wilderness, your wilderness could be your job, could be your house, your community. For me, it's out there coaching football. I'm talking to the kids, the other coaches that I coach with. But that's my wilderness. What's your wilderness? Now, you don't have to cry out loud and be like, what they call John the Baptist the crazy man. I wouldn't call him that, but some people call John the Baptist the crazy wild man who wore camel hair and ate locusts. Sorry, I don't have locusts here like Pastor Jeff had that time. You know, but, uh, <laughs> and ate locusts. You don't have to be that, that way. However, God made us unique. Be who you are. But God made us unique so we can share his word. You see, he came to reveal, the Holy Spirit came to reveal not just Christ, but God the Father. He came to reveal who Christ is. Because John the Baptist would not have known who Christ was, but for the Holy Spirit. He came to reveal the purpose of his kingdom. The Holy Spirit came to reveal the purpose of his kingdom. I don't know about you, but I believe in Matthew 6, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all his righteousness. I believe that I'm under God's kingdom. And I, always, I often pray like that, Lord, I'm under your kingdom, so you got to take care of me. Yes, I feed the word back to him. And in his word says, it will not come down void. You'll know that in OSL 3 too. Yep. <laughs> it will not come. Yeah, I'm listening. I listen to OSL 3. <laughs> but the, the word will not come back to him void. Okay? So you can feed it to him. Feed God his word. But um, sometimes we say, and some of us say, I don't see Jesus. I don't see Jesus. But guess what? You, you, some people, we, we, we get so caught up in the things of life. We got illnesses. We're sick. We're, 
we, we got financial issues. We got this. I, I don't see Jesus in the middle of that. But Jesus knew we would say that. Because I don't know you guys, there was a disciple. His name was Thomas. You know, old Downey Thomas. That's what people call him, right? You see, Jesus knew that. And in John 20, 29, Jesus said, uh, he's talking to Thomas. So he knew there would be people out there who would not see him, wouldn't believe him. So in John, 29, uh, John 20, 29, Jesus said to him, Thomas, because you have seen me, you have believed. But this is the word. Blessed are those who have not seen and yet have believed. Amen. He says, blessed. You haven't seen him in the midst of your turmoil, in the midst of your sick, sickness, in the midst of your Christ. You haven't seen him, but Christ is there. Yes. You got to just, you got to believe it. Yes. You got to know, you have to know, to know, to know that Christ is there. Anybody in your house that says he ain't there, what did Jesus do when he went to heal people? He kicked them out. He kicked them out. Said, you have, hey, I want people here around me who believe. So have people around you believe. So the Holy Spirit has come to give you glory, to help you understand that he believes. And you see, we may miss, we may miss it. But we have to believe. If we don't believe, we miss it. Don't miss the mark. Don't miss the mark. Have your heart set on the target that's before you. Have your heart set on the target that's before you. Because in Ephesians 1, 7 7 through 10, and this is the ESV version, it says, in him we have redemption through his blood. The forgiveness of of our trespasses, according to the riches of his grace, which he lavished upon us. You know what the word lavished means? I know rich people do when you get all this lavished, got all this good stuff, just keep on coming and coming. He lavished, it's just coming from you. Amen. I, I, I'm a testimony to that because I'm going to tell you, four years ago, I lost my job, didn't think we were going to have nothing. But the Lord lavished, just kept lavishing blessings upon me because I was real with it. Okay? So I'm here to testify, just like John the Baptist is out there testifying. I'm here to testify. I know what the Lord can do. So he's lavishing things upon me. So lavished upon us in all wisdom and insight, making known to us the mystery of his will according to his purpose, which he set forth in Christ as a plan for the fullness of time to unite all things in him all things in him, in heaven, and things on earth. So you mean I can have what's in heaven and things on earth? I can have all that right now? You can have all that right now? (laughs) I wish I'd have knew this about how I... (laughs) But I wish I'd have knew that way back... And I grew up in a church, and I didn't know that. But I wish I'd have knew that way back then. Start teaching the little athletes. Want to get in the schools? They need to know. They can have the good things in life of the Spirit, but they got to have the Holy Spirit. They got to have the Holy Spirit. And so sometimes, I know in my life, I, I didn't know where I was headed. There's a time away, I, I walked away. 
But the Holy Spirit said, was still in me. Because when the Holy Spirit's in you, he's in you. I, I, can't, I can't get him out of me. I, I, you know, I don't know. He's in me because he, he, he's in my heart. So one day he began to speak to me again. He said, you know what? You need to go back to church. You need to do this. You need to do that. And that was, that's why we say, what the Bible says, rear up the child in the way you should go. Now, I went King James on you now. But, but, see, that's old. <laughs> see, I, I, I went old school now. But rear, rear, rear up a child in the way they should go. That's my grandmother talking to me now. <laughs> but bring them up in the way they should go. Why? Because they have a foundation. Sometimes they're going to walk away. But the Holy Spirit that's in them is going to reveal to them the way they should be going again. They have a foundation. They have a way to go back to. They know if we don't feed it to them now, it won't get fed to them. See, Jesus said he's the bread of life. Feed it to them. Feed them the word. So I can honestly say this. That sometimes we walk away. Sometimes we got too much going on in our lives. I even quoted, this is, this is true, this happened within, I don't know, yeah, a little over a year ago. I remember, I remember standing up here hearing, uh, what was her name for my wife? Pastor Monica. <laughs> and she was talking about the, 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 the lions coming in to devour the, 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 the buffalo or whatever, that is, the bison, the buffalo, and slowly, and slowly kills them. I went home that night, <laughs> and I can remember, I was like, I used to tell my wife I had this job. That I, that I took when I had got laid off. I said, Man, we got to pay bills. So I took it. And I said, this job is slowly killing me. <laughs> this job is killing, slowly killing me spiritually because I'm spending more time. My wife, I'm in my own house working from home. My wife barely saw me. However, the job was slowly killing me. And that Monday, no, that Tuesday, so this was Sunday. So that Tuesday, I woke up around 5 o'clock in the morning, 4.30, 5 o'clock in the morning. And I heard this voice say, quit your job. I said, what? <laughs> I don't know about you, but I have bills to pay. <laughs> what did boy say? I don't know about you, but I have bills to pay. <laughs> but guess what? I believe in the Holy Spirit. Amen. So I went, typed up this email. I believe. I said, okay, this got to be the Holy Spirit. Ain't nobody going to be talking to me like that. I, gotta be, I, had a, I, I, I had a peace. I had a peace of mind. So I, I, I went in, in there. In my, in my little office, typed up that email, sent it, said, I resign as of today. <laughs> Got back in the bed. My wife said, what you doing in bed? <laughs> I said, I just quit. <laughs> she said, you what? <laughs> so so and that, that, that is the honest truth. I just quit. And, and I was like, whoo, you're talking about, you better be, have to, you're talking about faith. But guess what? I quit, and two months later, I got the job that I have now. I work from home. I'm able to go coach football. See, God was filling me a blessing. There's a purpose. And if I didn't listen to the Holy Spirit, I would not be here to give you that purpose. I wouldn't be giving those kids out there I'm coaching, up, knowing, fulfilling my purpose. So we each have a purpose, and that Holy Spirit is also here to reveal that purpose. So I don't know about you guys, but 
I just want to say a prayer right now. That the Holy Spirit will reveal your purpose. And if you don't even have a relationship, because you got to have that relationship first. I pray that God will give you, the, I would pray that you accept that relationship. Those of you who are online that are, uh, are listening, I pray that you will accept Christ, accept you are hearing the word. Now you're hearing the word, now accept the word. Because Jesus is also known as the word. Because then he said that in John 1, 1. <laughs> See, we're in the book of John. So I just want to say a prayer for, I'm a prayer over the congregation, the people that are listening online that the Holy Spirit reveals to each of us his word, not just his word, but his purpose to reveal the things that you need to see, that you need to see, not on TV, not in the comic books, but in the spirit realm. See, there's a difference. I want to pray that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you, who you are to God. And just as John the Baptist had a purpose to bring forth our Christ, we all have that purpose. We all serve God. And so I want that God and the Spirit to stir up in you that you would want to go out and reach people, that you would want to go out and find that person of peace, that you may want to go out and open up your home and start a house church, but let it be spoken to you by the Spirit. Let you be moved. I know that my wife and I were moved to this church by the Holy Spirit. Let it be moved in you that you can reach out to your family members that you can reach out to your neighbors, that you can reach out to people you know overseas. Because there's some people that need some peace. There's some people that need joy, like, like Alyssa was talking about singing in that song about the joy. Do you know when the fullness of joy comes upon people, they start laughing? Because laughter is joy. But it's the Holy Spirit that's coming upon them. So right now, I just want to... Lord, we thank you, Father God. And I want a prayer in closing, Lord, that uh, Father, we come before you. Lord, we open up our arms, Father God. We open our hearts, Father God. Your word tells us that the sword is a double-edged sword. That it cuts down through the heart, through the bone and marrow of our bodies. But that sword is the word. And Father, right now, I'm calling upon your word, your promises, Lord, that you will reveal in us, Lord, your spirit, Father God. That the spirit in us, Lord, will reveal your purpose, as your word says for your will. And may we have the boldness to go out and speak no matter what somebody says, somebody does. 
but your word says that we are crucified with Christ and I no longer live. Let Christ shine in me, Lord. Let Christ be seen in me. Let Christ be seen in us. So, Father, right now, bring forth your word. Bring forth your mysteries. Reveal your mysteries to us, O Lord. Just as you did in John the Baptist. Show us, O Lord, who is coming towards us, Father God. Who is walking towards us, Father God, that needs your word. Lord, we thank you right now. Father, we praise you for those divine appointments, Father God. We praise you in advance, Father God. For the people you put before us, O Lord. Father, we thank you for your blessings. We thank you for your word most of all, Father God. We thank you for the Holy Spirit which guides us, O Lord. We thank you, Father God, that we have a Father that we can pray to, that we can speak to. We thank you, O Lord, that we have a Father that can give us direction. But most of all, that you give us a spirit that gives us power. Not a spirit of timidity, but a spirit of power. May we go forth in your power, Father God. From this day forward, we go forth, Father God. We thank you, Lord. Lord, we bless you, Lord. In your glory, because you will be glorified. The Christ will be glorified. In your glory, Father God, we thank you. In Jesus' name, amen.